Leaders and healers, gamers and claimers, ladies and gentlemen from around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community, welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast. I am your host, Anthony Cheem, life coach, speaker, author, singer, songwriter, trainer, friend to you, podcast host, ready to give you the best of what I've learned, earned, and returned in this life, this beautiful life called our life on this planet Earth, this universe is, we have one Earth, we're here to give to this Earth, give to each other the best of what we got. This is a podcast where we help you claim your power, clarify your purpose, and cultivate your deepest, widest, and highest passions possibly possible so you can ultimately show up as a better, more uh, envisioned, enlightened, inspired human being, sharpened, upgraded version of yourself so you can ultimately inspire others to do the exact same because that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen, to give up yourself, to learn as much as you can, to do as much as you can, to experience as much as you can, and then you give as much as you can and share it with the people around you, with the community around you. And this podcast is just another way for me to share my message, share my passion for giving of myself in the greatest way possible. So thank you for joining us. Uh, we have my power partner on Chatham. How you doing there, Cam? What's going on? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing really, really good. Thank you for that. Oh, uh, yes. Very good. Uh, had a great weekend. Um, Fantastic. And you know, I, I've honestly felt that... Uh, Things have been kind of slow and in the sense that, uh, I don't know, there are times, you, you understand the ebb, ebb and flow of like, here I am, I have so much energy, I'm going to put in 10 hours today, and then <laughs> the next three days are, I have no energy to do anything, even cook, I don't even want to cook right now, I don't even want to like, grab the food, I don't even want to reach to the top shelf to, I, I hear you, you know, I, yeah, um, I so that's... I, that's probably been like my only challenge lately but mm -hmm. besides that i'm doing really good yeah yeah fantastic man i am i had a good weekend i rested a lot i was feeling a little bit run down you know and um i talk about people that i'm a very high achiever i like to do things i like to experience different things i like to learn as much as i can and produce as much as i can and create as much as i can but then the downside of that the dark side of that is that i end up burning myself out and i and years and years of sort of do my best to master these principles of going as hard as you can, but also allowing yourself to rest emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually as well. Um, I have had to learn that the hard way. It's one of the harder things for me to learn because I'm constantly acting, constantly achieving, constantly wanting to go to the next level and upgrade. But just, you know what, a computer, if you, if you install a new upgrade, you have to first, first, uh, take out what's that word they talk about. They have to, uh, uninstall some software and then reinstall and it takes time for the computer to do that. In our cases, we're no different. If we, if we call our bodies and our minds computers, we need to install software, reinstall software, upgrade antivirus in our life. We got to constantly do that and we need time to rest. So I have to learn that lesson consistently and, and, and just be aware that of the symptoms of, of overdoing it and burnout. So yeah, I think, I think the other thing is that you don't realize that there will come a time where you will have energy again. It's almost yes, like every time yes. I'm in that mode, it feels mm -hmm. like the end of the world. Like I'm never going to oh, be productive. I'm <laughs> yes. never going to achieve anything for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, That's dude, fear. you're going to come ego. back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Our ego talking, our cynic just, just berating us when we're at our weakest. And by the way, when it comes to stuff like that, when you are weak, that's in, in, in fact, when you are the strongest, because you, if you allow yourself to feel the weakness, feel the tiredness, feel the exhaustion, and sit with that exhaustion, that's that liminal space. That, that's that hallway of confusion where it's hard to sit. But if you sit in it for a while, the energy will return, grace will return, compassion will return, love will return, insight will return, and you, as you said, you will return to that ebb and flow of life. So, And today's episode uh, is about living life with integrity. 
and how to do that. And I was listening to recently to a Jim Rohn uh, audio and it talks about leadership and how to lead yourself and how to really lead yourself with integrity. And I wanted to go, kind of go through a bunch of different sort of components of, of, of that particular audio I was listening to. And I thought it was very profound and very, very in, right, in line with what I talk about on the show about claiming your power, clarifying your purpose and cultivating your deepest, widest and highest passions possible and upgrading yourself consistently. And, and basically it, it comes down, what, do you, what did you title this show there, uh, Cam? What did I say? Lead oh, your life with integrity. <laughs> Lead your life with integrity. And I yeah. want to go through some, some components of that. And I wrote them down um, and key ca characteristics to lead your life. And the first one is to be strong, but not rude. How, there are a lot of people that are strong uh, and, and can come, off, come across as rude. The key is to be strong, but not rude. The, one of the other things he talks about is to be kind, but not weak. So a lot of people, a lot of people will confuse weakness with kindness and kindness with weakness. The other thing he talks about is to be bold, but not a bully, to be humble, but not timid, be thoughtful, but not lazy, proud, but not arrogant, humor without folly, witty, but not silly, to be wise as a serpent and as harmless as a dove. And the last thing he talks about, which is I, I struggle with, I want to leave us to the end because I struggle with, this is probably the biggest thing I struggle with, is to be content with what you have, but ambitious for more. A lot of people that are content aren't really ambitious. A lot of people that are ambitious are, are, are very discontented. And how do we balance those energies to be content, both content and ambitious, to be strong, but not rude, be kind, but not weak, to be bold and courageous, but not a bully. And, and, and living life in the middle of that, that is one of the harder things to do. And I've discovered that, you know, to live with life, with it, to lead your life with integrity, to lead your life with, with power, purpose, and passion, you've got to have that sense of, and I'll read it from this book I'm reading right now, Breathing, breathing Underwater. And, and it's sort of a, sort of a dichotomy. It's sort of like, a, it, it's, 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 it's non-dualistic. When you, when you read this quote or listen to the quote I'm about to tell you, you're going to go, wow, that kind of doesn't make sense. But once you kind of understand what it's trying to say, the message it's trying to say, then you'll kind of get a, a realization that, wow, that does make sense. And, and it's like this, we must pray as if all, if all, oh, wait, we must pray as if all depends on us and work as if all depends on God. That almost doesn't make sense. We must pray as if all of it depends on us and work as if it all depends on God. So we must pray, we must work and do our due diligence, but also allow surrender the outcomes. We must, as Tony Robbins says, we must trust in God, but tie up our camels. You know, and there's an old, I think it was an old um, Sufi saying that says we must, those that chase the wild ass will never catch the wild ass, but those who do not run will never catch the wild ass. So you're, by running, you'll never catch it. By not running, you won't catch it either. So you got to do both. You got to run and trust. You must work with faith. But also know that, you know what, it's, you're not in control of the whole entire outcome. And to lead life with integrity is to do your part, to co-create with the divine, to co-create and live with that integrity, to know that, you know what, I'm growing, I'm doing my part in the creation process, in the miracle process, and in the design of my life, in using my imagination, my ideas, and my inspiration, that I co-create with the divine, with God, with 
whatever, whatever your spiritual beliefs may be. And I love what, I love what Jim Rohn talks about, about the miracle process. As you imagine, as you are faith filled and you live with trust and you use your imagination, you use inspiration and ideas. And as you put those ideas and inspiration and your imagination into action, the action completes the miracle process even though you don't know the outcome, the full outcome of it, but that you surrender, you trust that the divine does. And you're going to trust that you're, you're working with integrity, you're living with integrity. You're, uh, you feel like you've brought here with a purpose and you're living with purpose, you're living with power and you're living with passion. And as a result, I believe that the doors will open. It's almost like the universe has says to those rare individuals that live with power, live with purpose, live with passion. Those people that are, are, are strong yet not rude are bold, but not a bully. Um, and can, and can live that way, man, that's a high quality human being. That's a high level human being to be able to do that, to be, to be wise, but not cocky to have enough pride to know that, Hey, listen, I'm, 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 I'm proud of what I've done, but not arrogant about it. I, I often say to people, you want to be confident, but not cocky. And the difference between confident and cockiness is cockiness says I am great end of story. Confidence says, I am great. And so are you. Let me teach you so we can both, both be great together. Cockiness says, I'm great. No one else is. And that's the end of story. So being able to be both confident and humble at the same time, man, there's not a lot of people out there. Oftentimes people that are cocky have very, or people that are successful don't have that level of humility and people that have that level of humility aren't very successful. The key is to be both. That's hard to do because you start to believe your own PR. You start to believe your own hype. You know, if you're successful, you sold a million books. It's hard not to go, hey, you know what? I'm a good writer. A million people bought my book and kind of tap myself on the shoulder. And, you know, I love what Wayne Dyer's wife said, you know, and then one audio he was talking about and he said, you know, he was on the bestsellers list for I don't know how many months and he asked his wife this question. So where am I on the bestseller list? And his wife said, you're not on the bestseller list. And he was like, what? And he was shocked. He's like, what, what do you mean? I, last week I was on number one. And she's like, oh, your book is, <laughs> but you're not. And it was a very, let me tell you, you want, you want to, you want to be humbled. You need a woman in your life to humble you. <laughs> my wife tends to do that all the time. Anytime I, anytime I let, I let my ego, uh, do the talking, she has various ways and skills to humble me very quickly. And as I say to people, my humble pie is baking in the oven at a perfect temperature, ready to be served right on my plate with some ice cream at any moment in time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And oftentimes that's one of the harder things for me to do is to, again, to remain humble. And I have to say, I got that from my dad. Uh, my dad taught me to be humble and to be uh, classy, even our classy in our defeats and classy in our successes. So that's what living life with integrity is all about. What do you think there, Cam? Any, any thoughts about that? What I would just talked about? Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned a lot um, mm. because this I, this idea of balance between those two things, those two polar opposites, mm. it's everywhere. Everybody oh. is dealing with this. Um, and the first thing that came to mind for me was, you know, like you said, being content with what you have and being happy each and every day and being grateful, but not stopping there, you know, always mm -hmm. moving forward, always growing because yes. that's, I mean, I think we can all agree that growth is, is what human beings need. Like we yes. need that. Um, yes. So that, that really struck a chord with me. I think the other thing yep. was the idea of ego because um, as an example, it's like you care about the good opinions of other people, mm. um, which means that you cannot help but care about the bad opinions of other people. There's like a string attached. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, if you if you sit there and you bathe in the good feelings that the ego will give you, then you must sit through the bad feelings. Yeah. And is there like a balance between I don't know, like enjoying enjoying, you know, the, the sense of pride or a compliment or little things like that, but not getting the negative side as well that that inevitably comes around and says I need more, you need to be more, you need to, <laughs> you know. Yes, I think you make a good point there, Cam. I think uh it's best illustrated in in the idea of the Buddhist philosophy and they talk about how notice when pain arises your immediate predilection to want the pain to dissipate and dissolve and your attachment to, to want to get rid of the pain right away. But for the truly remarkable people, the outstanding, highly spiritually evolved people, they're able to sit in that pain, be detached from the pain, but allow the pain to surface without, without actually being attached to the pain. And when pleasure arises, notice your predilection and your attachment to want that pleasure to continue forever. When you know it's 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 not quite it's impermanent. It's joy without foundation, and you, you and, and I, I've discovered that even in meditation, in in my meditations, I find I find myself my my mind going to the negative and saying this is stupid, but then I'm observing my mind doing that, and I don't try and change it. I observe that part of my mind going to the negative, or observe my mind going to the positives and saying, "Oh, I want to attach myself to the feeling of of bliss," and I find myself just literally just as i observe it and i and i observe my attachment to want to 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 last forever and i also observe my 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 mind wanting to take away the pain as i i'm observing it i detach from it and joy arises without foundation without me having to do anything and so i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is is that there is a a, a good healthy balance is to uh both I mean, a great story. I'll tell you a great story that Deepak Chopra uh, talked about a while ago. And uh, he talked about how there was this highly enlightened being. And, and this student asked the highly enlightened being, what's life all about? And this highly enlightened being said, everything is as it should be. And the student kind of was like, well, if everything is as it should be, then uh, why are we trying to you know, cure poverty and cure disease and, and, and rid, rid the world of of nuclear weapons and the environment and trying to, you know, uh, save the environment with, you know, electric cars and whatnot. And, and, and the enlightened being smiled and said, that too is how it should be. That there's a level of acceptance for how life is, but we also must take responsibility for our part in making it better. Right? So there's a level of acceptance but there's also a level of responsibility. So there it goes again. There's that sort of polar opposite, except radical acceptance for how things are but radical responsibility for making it better so right this right is this like um like a, a constant process of being in balance and then you tip over one end of the spectrum and then you adjust and you learn something from that adjustment it's like a bicep curl you know and then yes. time goes on and you sway off the other end of the spectrum but you adjust and you learn from that adjustment and it. it's almost like on my skateboard man because i would skate and then I would fall a certain way and it would hurt a lot and yeah. my body would make sure that I would never fall like that ever again because of how painful it was yeah, and yeah. it wasn't me it was subconscious yeah. so I like I can gratefully say the last three years mm. I've skated like 
you have no idea how many kilometers it's insane but mm. i've probably only fallen twice yeah right yeah. because my body just knows it's it's taken a long time to get there but do you think we'll get to the point where maybe we'll fall metaphorically um twice in a year or something like yes i, I, I feel like I, that's I think so i think yeah. so i think we're in constant course correction and you said it is a very profound word i think the word balance i don't like to use the word balance as i like to use the word harmony okay because 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 our, our lives are never in total balance but we can live and i just remember i think carolyn me said something along the lines of our job isn't to get rid of our ego but to learn to live in harmony with our ego and I thought, wow, that's that, that, that's exactly because we're trying to destroy our ego when in reality, we're not trying to destroy our ego. We're trying to live in a highly enlightened, spiritual, divine, compassionate, loving, and powerful life, but not away from our ego, but including our ego and living in harmony with it. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's what a non-dual being lives is, is they don't try to destroy. They accept everything. They include, they transcend and include, as the word says, and growth and, and what they call uh, spiral dynamics or integral theory transcending and including. And, and one of the things I I've learned in, in my own spiritual growth is that is, is learning to accept the ego for what it is, but then turn in higher levels, regardless of what the ego is saying to learn, to live in harmony with the cynic inside you. And yet know that there's a higher part of you that is much more divine and loving. Because as I said before, and this is what really got me on this journey a while ago, this, I had this aha moment where I went, wow, that's exactly it. If you truly were living an unconditionally powerful, blissful, and divine life, if, you were to want, if your goal in life was to live an unconditionally loving life, that would mean life, living life with love without conditions, which means you're including all the bad too. Right? Because as soon as you pass judgment on any part of who you are, or like, oh, I don't like that part of me, therefore you're actually living a conditioned, conditioned loving life, with life with conditions, loving with conditions. And so the highest of, of purity and power, I, again, this is my study of it, and I've had bouts of this, is to learn to live unconditionally accepting yourself as you are. That's one of the hardest things you do. And as Richard Rohr, I remember hearing an audio say, can you radically accept that you're radically accepted? For nothing, just as you are, wounds and all, shame and all, uh, flaws and all. Can't are you able to do that? That's 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 one of the hardest because our ego, you know, grace is only always a humiliation for the ego because because the, the ego doesn't like to be love unearned. It likes to say, "Hey, I, I've earned this love. I'm worthy of it." Whereas the unconditional divine self says. You're worthy. You don't need to be worthy because you're radically accepted and love who you are as you are that without you having to do anything. That's that's and our mind can't conceive of that. Our ego can't conceive of that because it's always measuring. It's always measuring. Whereas divine love is never measuring. Love recognizes love, and we are love. And the divine recognizes that. I, I in fact, I, let me let me end here. I, I've read the, who, for the people out there. I, uh, I highly recommend re recommend a book called The Shack. Now, with all the spiritual, for Christ, some Christians thought it was is horrible. Some thought it was uh, other religions and regardless of what it is, it, it's a phenomenal spiritual, uh, spiritually enlightening journey about about suffering and love. And and as I, as I read in this book, Breathing Underwater, it said it had a great quote. And I had to write it down. It said, "Religion is lived by people who are afraid of hell." 
Spirituality is lived by people who have been through hell. And I thought, wow, that is an unbelievable quote. I thought that was amazing. And anyways, in this book, The Shack, and I just recently watched the, the, the movie with my wife. And I tell you, I had tears in my eyes. It's a great, great spiritual book. What's it called? Sorry? The Shack. And for the people that have ever read that book, um, basically this guy, he goes through a major traumatizing, traumatizing event. And he meets God who's in the form of a black woman, as well as an Asian woman, as well as a Middle Eastern man. So God is all three. <laughs> Anyways, the point is, um, it's a great spiritual journey. Um, and in this, in this particular moment in that movie, and I want to share this with you because it was very profound. Even my wife thought it was like, wow, this is like, she was like, this is the most profound lesson of this movie by far. And I thought, wow. Anyway, the point is there is this wise woman who's challenging this guy, this main character and saying, okay, since you are the judge, you're going to sit in God's seat and you're going to judge. And he starts as this wise woman starts asking him all this question. And then this guy's like, I don't want to be the judge. And then finally there's a point in, in, in the moment in this one, one scene where the, where this wise woman says to him, okay, here are your two kids. And then all of a sudden his two kids all of a sudden appear and said, you had a choice who to send to hell. Go. And he was like, I, don't make me do this. I, 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 I can't. I can't make that choice. He says, no, you have a choice. You're the judge. Who's going to go home to hell, your daughter or your son? And the guy was like, no, no. He goes, and then finally, there was a moment. He says, take me instead. Take me instead. And she smiles at him and basically says, that's how God works. God would never send any child to hell. In fact, there is no hell because God loves everyone equal. And I was like, wow, I was blown away by that. And we can't even conceive of that level of love. And, and I love my children. I, I could never do that with my children. Like, I mean, no matter what my children do, you know, knock on wood that my children would never do anything harmful toward anyone or murder someone or, or engage in criminal acts or whatever it might be. But I would still love them. I would still love them. You know, I wouldn't agree with the behavior, but I would still love them. I mean, anyone that's had children before, man, like I can tell you, it's one of these, if it's any, if it's any indication of how much the divine loves me, then man, I, I, I get it at a certain level, at a small level, but apparently God's love is even greater than that, infinitely greater than my love for my children. Wow. And all, so my job, I mean, I feel like my job is to put myself in a position where I offer the least resistance for that divine energy to flow through me. So I know that love is there and then be an instrument and share that love with other people. Uh, we just went off on a complete tangent, didn't we? <laughs> so, Definitely. But, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, I know Cam has told me <laughs> I go off on tangents like this, but I, I've learned this guys that the spirit, everyone's on a spiritual journey. Everybody. Seven and a half billion people are on a spiritual journey. Whether they call it an actual spiritual journey or not, we're all on a spiritual journey. If you've ever suffered, you're on a spiritual journey. If you've ever loved, you're on a spiritual journey. Well, who's the, who does that leave out? <laughs> Everyone has suffered. Everyone has felt certain levels of love. So you're on a spiritual journey. Anyway, so let's continue this process. I know we went off on a tangent. I know this is about living life with integrity and... Um, that's part of living life with integrity, accepting the, what's loving and accepting what's, suffer, what's suffering as well. That, that's part of life. And they're, they're basically two sides of the same coin. So if you love this podcast, you know what? I'm here to share. I'm here to care. If you want to get this podcast, um, subscribe to it on iTunes or YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, whatever it is, and you will get this podcast even when you can't listen to this live. Um, I'm, I'm so unbelievably 
a grace, a gracious and happy and, and, and feelings of bliss that I get to share this message on po- on this podcast for absolutely free. There's nothing in return I get other than my ability to serve and serving becomes the reward. And you know what? When you live life like that, man, abundance flows through you, as you, in you, to you, and you get to recirculate it over and over and over again. And it's absolutely amazing. So hopefully you, 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 you got a lot of this podcast and, and, and in many episodes you've listened to and are going to listen to. So let's take this journey on together. And, um, if you have any questions or comments, please fire them out to us. And we'd love to answer your questions and love to serve you at deeper and wider levels. So to your continued upgrade and evolution, live it up with power, purpose, and passion. God bless you guys to your endeavors and beyond. Have an amazing day, guys.